0: This episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. If you're rated rock with that spring project with some new windows, new doors, you need to get with my people at Pella. You got a couple directions you can go to get started. You can schedule a free in home consultation where you're going to get a Pella expert out to sit down with you, look at your home, and they're going to be able to put together a Bill Self, Greg McDermott, Jay Wright, Coach K, Mark View S game plan for you. That fits your budget, your wants, and your needs. Or you can head out to their showroom. That's another option as well. They got showrooms with Pella in Lincoln and in Omaha. Great place to start as well. Get started on your spring projects with Pella. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Runza. You know what goes great with March Madness? Runza. Get you some delicious runs of food. Park it on the couch. Watch some NCAA tournament games. Man, that's a... Unbelievable combination right there. You know, Runza is always the number one seed in any bracket, let's be honest. But if I were seeding Runza menu items, these would be my four number one seeds at Runza. Number one seed, Cheese Runza. Just an original, great, fantastic goodie. Love it. Number one seed, Southwest Chicken Salad, my favorite salad on the menu. Love it. Number one seed, good old double cheeseburger with ketchup only to pay respect to my 10-year-old self, the 10-year-old Nick Ba that just wanted ketchup only. And, of course, number one seed, large order of the best French fries on the planet. There you go. My top four Runza menu items, all number one seeds. So complete your March Madness viewing experience and get to Runza and taste all the deliciousness of Runza. Runza makes it all better. All right, East region preview time. Loaded region, by the way. Probably the most loaded at the top. They got four excellent, excellent teams as the top four sees Baylor, Kentucky, Purdue, and UCLA in this region. I like all four teams. You could build a case for all teams punching their way to the final four. Uh, Quite frankly, if some of these teams were in other regions, I'd probably take them to the final four. But that's just kind of how how things can shake out. Uh, Before we get into picking the game, some historic Ken Palm numbers to keep in mind. Uh, I remember talking about this last year, and I was texting John Bishop, and he crunched a lot of these numbers for me because I needed a refresher on it. John Bishop on Sportsmanalytics, sixteen twenty in Omaha, Kozn, uh, play-by-play host of the Creighton Blue Jays. But chew on the, on on some of these numbers. So every national champion since two thousand two has been top twenty-five in Ken Palm's defensive efficiency ranking. It, it was top 20 Ken Palm defensive efficiency ranking, but Ken, but, but Baylor was 22nd last year. So you kind of had to, it's still pretty damn close. So it should be really top 20, but you kind of got to expand it to top 25 to fit that, but that's only two spots off. And then offensively, all but one national champion since 2002 has been a Ken Palm top 20 offense. Yukon is the, the one exception They're the one team. They won it in 2014. Their offense was ranked 39th, but their defense was ranked 10th, so they were a pretty balanced, good team on that end of the floor. But I bring those those numbers up, the 20 years of of Ken Palm data and analytics and trends to help us somewhat kind of narrow the gap of who is, historically speaking, a team that fits that criteria of a national championship caliber team. Because we sometimes try to conjure up who – you know, oh, I like guard play, or it's this team, or they got to be hot at the end of the year, or they got to look like this. Sometimes it's, the numbers don't lie, and it's a pretty good sample size of two decades of, of Ken Palm data. So with that in mind, the, the only teams in the entire field of 68 that are top 20 in both Ken Palm offense and defense are Arizona, Gonzaga, Houston, Baylor, and UCLA. That's it. And then, if you, it, there are five teams that are are just on the outside of that, just kind of barely miss the cut, that are really, really close: Kansas, Auburn, Kentucky, Villanova, and Illinois. So, historically speaking, with two decades of Ken Palm analytical data and trends, your national champion is in that group of for sure five teams, UCLA, Baylor, Gonzaga, Arizona, Houston, or potentially from even expanding out those other five teams that we just named, Kansas, Villanova, Kentucky, Auburn, and Illinois. So in this region, the East region, it's loaded, man. The East region has basically three teams that fit that trend that we just laid out. Baylor, UCLA, and Kentucky. So if you're, if you're one of those guys that's going to sell out to the numbers, potentially you got a, a handful of national champion caliber teams in this region alone. Just food for thought. Not always saying I abide by that because, again, this is national champion, not just getting to the Elite Eight or, or getting to even the Final Four. But certainly something to keep in mind as you fill out your bracket all the way through. Good way to start each region with that reminder. So here we go. East region – I am picking every game, so let's let it rip here. Number one seed, you got the Baylor Bears taking on Norfolk State. I got Baylor winning big. Now, uh, I did do a Norfolk State game this year at Xavier. Um, that Xavier blasted Norfolk state, but Joe Bryant is a good player for Norfolk state. He could have like, he's here. that could have 20, 25, 30, uh, but it's not going to matter. Baylor's going to win pick just food for thought. want to jam in the fact that I did a Norfolk state game. <laughs> the Dick Bob podcast is brought to you by Pella windows and doors. And I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. 8-9 game. Interesting game here. Eight-seeded North Carolina Tar Heels, nine-seed Marquette. Obviously, I've done Marquette a handful of times uh, with, with doing games on Fox. Here's the thing. North Carolina, I think, is a more talented team. Um, but North Carolina's kind of underachieved all year. And I will say this, North Carolina's played much better in the final month of the season. Again, that that win at Duke at the end of the year, Mike Krzyzewski's last home game, tickets are going for like 20000 bucks. It was it was unbelievable atmosphere in there. That win at Duke was very impressive. Very impressive. A couple of things to chew on with this game. Marquette leads the NCAA tournament field in ball screens per game. They set a million ball screens. North Carolina better ready to handle all those ball screens, especially because Tyler Kolick is really good in ball screen situations, hitting the roll man, hitting the short roll, skipping it opposite. The problem is I'm not totally sold on North Carolina's defense. I'm really not. Both teams uh, do want to get out and play fast, play with tempo. Marquette is the more disruptive team in forcing turnovers. That could loom large because North Carolina is not a very disruptive team. Armando Baycott is a stud. Uh, but what's weird is this North Carolina team is different than – some of the North Carolina teams of the last decade plus under Roy Williams, where they became just a team that's going to just kick your ass on the offensive glass. This team is not built like that at all. Uh, so I I just, I think extra possessions are going to be tough to come by. Um, and Justin Lewis is a is a really, really good player for Marquette. It's a coin flip game, like a lot of eight, nine games are. I'm going to lean Marquette. Might be a little Big East bias there for me with that. Uh, I don't love either team, but I'm going to lean Marquette in a close one. Play game, play game. Uh, Indiana and Wyoming going at it here. So a couple of things with this. Wyoming leads the field in post-ups per game. Which is interesting. And here's the problem with that in terms of the matchup. Indiana's front-line defense with Trace Jackson Davis and then Race Thompson at the four, it's elite. Elite. I mean, Trace Jackson Davis in particular is just incredible on that end of the floor. Long, great instincts, disruptive. And Indiana's defense is really, really, really tough to deal with. I just think it's a tough matchup for Wyoming. I'm going to take the Hoosiers over the Cowboys in the playing game, which will then set up the five-seeded St. Mary's taking on the 12-seeded Indiana. Really tough matchup and draw for St. Mary's because Trace Jackson Davis is a really, really, really talented player. Left-handed, great passer, can score in the post, Great at uh, defending the rim. And, and like I said, the Hoosiers are excellent on D. They're the highest-ranked defense in the Big Ten. The problem is I'm just not quite sold on Indiana's guard play. I have did Indiana hosting Minnesota this year. I was in Assembly Hall. And I just don't – Phinnessy and, and and Xavier Johnson, And the, I just am not sold on their guards. I'm just Not enough – not enough to be able to pull the trigger here because I love Trace Jackson Davis, but I th- – I think I'm going to lean St. Mary's here. St. Mary's was was able to at least slow down and hang in there with Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren to beat Gonzaga. They did that earlier this year. So if they can do that, I think they can slow down Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson. So I think it's going to be a close game, I, but I'm going to go with St. Mary's. 4-13 game. 4-seed, 13-seed. UCLA Bruins versus the Akron Zips. According to Ken Palm, the the Mac was the 20th-ranked conference in America. Ugh. Ugh. That's not very good. So that doesn't bode well for Akron. So I like UCLA big in this game. 6-11 matchup. Six-seeded Texas Longhorns, 11 seed Virginia Tech. You know, Texas, first-year coach Chris Beard, um, Texas was preseason top 10, and they've just had a hard time living up to that and being consistent. They've shown flashes. They've also... Shown flashes of like, man, this team's not near as good as, as what we anticipated. Uh, Texas has lost three in a row heading into the, the NCAA tournament. And Virginia Tech is playing pretty damn good. They just won the ACC tournament. I've thought all year, Virginia Tech's an underrated team. They shoot at almost 40% from three as a team, 39.9%. And they're playing their best basketball this season right now. I think Virginia Tech's going to win this game. I got Va Tech over the Texas Longhorns. Three seeded Purdue Boilermakers, uh, Purdue Boilermakers taking on the 14 seed Yale. Uh, I had Purdue three times on TV this year. Got a great feel for them. Um, Yale does have a great guard playmaker creator, Azar Swain, who could give Purdue some issues off the bounce. But man, don't 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 out think of yourself. Yale ain't seen nothing like Zach Eady at seven foot four, Travion Williams at six eleven, and a beast and an unbelievable passer. And then Jaden Ivy, who's Probably the most explosive player I've seen in person in college basketball in the last decade. I mean, this guy is when he punches the gas in the open floor, it is on another planet explosive. So I like Purdue. 7 10 game, Murray State, 7 seed, 10 seed, San Francisco. It's a shame these two great mid majors have to see each other in the first round. They're both top 30 Ken Palm teams, they both have great guards. Murray State, they're thirty and two on the season. That's their record, and one of their two losses was to Auburn on the road. That's incredible. That is incredible. But I do think this game's kind of a coin flip. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Saint. Excuse me. I'm gonna take Murray State with the way they shoot the ball. They got a guard that is the Ohio Valley all-time leading three-point record holder. Uh, but I'm, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Murray State in a really really close game. Two seed Kentucky Wildcats, 15 seed St. Peters. So, literally, just two days ago, I'm taping this on a Monday night. Two days ago, I was in Atlantic City for the MAC championship game, the MAAC championship game on Westwood One. And so, I got to call St. Peters' conference title game, punching their ticket to the, to the NCAA tournament. St. Peters is a top 40 Ken Palm defense. They have the three time MAC MAAC defensive player of the year in Casey Nadefo. So there's a lot to like on that end of the floor, but Casey Nadefo is only 6'7", and collectively they don't have a ton of size. And most importantly, they got a hard time scoring. Honestly, this conference champ should have been Iona, coached by Rick Patino, but they got upset in the quarterfinals. And to me, when I look at St. Peter's and their offense, they're like 259th in offense in Ken Palm. That's the third worst offense in the field behind the two Texas schools playing in the playing game at the 16 seed, Texas Southern and Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. They just can't score. So I think Kentucky smashes St. Peter's. The Nick My podcast is powered by Runza. New menu item alert. It's back. The Reuben Runza is officially back at Runza. It is everything you love about a Reuben wrapped up inside the greatness of a Runza sandwich. Talking corned beef, Reuben sauce, sauerkraut, Swiss cheese, all inside the deliciousness of a Runza sandwich. So you need to drop everything you're doing and head out to Runza and get your Reuben Runza game right. My dad, Rich Baugh, he approves big Ruben Runza fan so get like my dad and get a Ruben Runza today you can even order it in the app go to the app store download the Runza app you can order a Ruben Runza you can earn rewards by the way and have a delicious Ruben Runza waiting for you at the restaurant where you skip the line and get right to getting your grub on again new menu item alert the Ruben Runza is back Runza makes it all better. All right, second-round games in the East region. Number one seed, Baylor Bears. Number nine seed, Marquette. Uh, Baylor is a little banged up right now. Everyday John, as Jay Billis likes to call him. Uh, Baylor's big man is out for the year. LJ Cryer's status is still up in the air. Uh, But I think Baylor gets past Marquette. Uh, Their injury situation is is something to monitor. But I like Baylor to get to the Sweet 16. Still a really talented team. Matthew Meyer, uh, Adam Flagler, James Akinjo, really good defensive team. Uh, Baylor wins comfortably, cruises to the second round, uh, the second weekend of the tournament. Five-seeded St. Mary's, four-seed UCLA. I absolutely love UCLA. They return everyone from that final four team a year ago, all five starters. They feel like a team that is under the radar after not, I guess, dominating the regular season like some people anticipated them to do. But I think this is a really good draw and path for UCLA to get to the Sweet 16, to get to the second weekend. I like UCLA to cruise to the Sweet 16. I think UCLA and Baylor have a pretty pretty smooth weekend uh, on tap for them to get to the Sweet 16. Three-seeded Purdue, 11-seeded Virginia Tech. It's going to be a tough game for Purdue because, again, Virginia Tech's physical in the perimeter, and they can shoot the ball, but so can Purdue. Purdue ranks fourth nationally in three-point percentage, And so they're a tough team to deal with, man. you got five or six 40% three-point shooters on Purdue's roster spreading the floor for two incredible inside post players in Zach Eady and Travion Williams. And it creates room for the most explosive athlete in the tournament in Jaden Ivey. Like, good luck defending all that Virginia Tech. I think Purdue wins the game and gets to the Sweet 16. Kentucky, two seed, seven seed, Murray State. Too much Oscar Shebway, too much size inside. He's going to dominate for the Wildcats. I think Kentucky's going to be able to defend the three-point line and control the paint. This is a, a good team John Calipari's got. I got Kentucky getting to the second weekend. Okay, in, in, Sweet 16 in the East region. I mean, this is an incredible regional group of teams here. You got the one-seeded Baylor Bears taking on the four-seed, the UCLA Bruins. This is where I think uh, Baylor's injury situation is going to catch up to him. I told you guys how much I love UCLA. Again, they return everyone from the final four run from a year ago. And against Baylor, with the way they defend, you better be able to handle the ball in the half court and, and be able to win one-on-one situations. And guess what? That's what UCLA does. That's where they're really, really good. They're kind of an ISO driving team. They like to ISO Johnny Jose They like to ISO Hami Haquez and let those dudes go to work. And they do. They draw fouls. They make tough mid-range jump shots. I think Juzang and Haquez are going to be able to to be those elite shot creators. I think that can carry UCLA past Baylor, and that's what I got happening. I got the Bruins over the Bears uh, in that matchup. Then in the other matchup, number two-seeded Kentucky Wildcats, three-seed Purdue Boilermakers. Big-time game here. I, I love Purdue. I do. But their biggest hole, they got a couple really glaring weaknesses. Their biggest hole is at the point guard spot. And, listen, teams that make deep runs, they they typically have elite guard play and elite point guard play. And, unfortunately, Purdue just doesn't, doesn't quite have that. And teams that make, you know, elite Final Four runs, they're just better on defense than, than Purdue is. I mean, Purdue ranks 100th in defensive efficiency. I just think both those things are going to catch up to Purdue, in particular in this game. I got Kentucky winning that game over Purdue and getting – to the regional final. So it sets up what is a monster East regional Elite Eight final. Number two seed, Kentucky. Number four seed, UCLA. My God, what a game. Might be the best regional final matchup, in my opinion. Two teams that match up really, really well against each other. I've told people I love the mix of Kentucky's roster. They're got the, the they not all freshmen, right? They got some young talent, Ty Ty Washington, but they got some older experienced guys as well. Oscar Sheeway, Kellen Grady, Davion Mintz, former Creighton Blue Jay in his I think his this is his sixth year of college basketball, he plays a vital role for them. This is gonna be a war. It's gonna be a war, but I like UCLA. Again, excellent experience with their with their run last year. And in these kinds of games, I can just picture it's a close game. It's late. You know, close your eyes and just picture the floor. It's UCLA, it's Kentucky, it's 72 72, three minutes and ten seconds left. And what it oftentimes comes down to is who got who who has that individual playmaker shot creator, and UCLA's got two of them. I'll take Juzang and Hockeys over Kentucky's guys in that scenario. I got UCLA beating Kentucky, and I got UCLA winning the East Region and going to the Final Four. A Huda Media Production.